welcome to our Perspectives podcast. This is something we've been doing at Orchard Hill for a while, just as a way to talk about biblical um, perspectives on different issues. And we use the word perspectives because sometimes we don't all share a perspective. So even when we say biblical perspectives, we don't necessarily mean that there's one perspective. Um, sometimes we can see how the Bible impacts different cultural events, and we can see it differently. And what we're really talking about here are the implications or the inferences of how the Bible addresses um, how we can think about um, or think about something that may not be explicitly stated. So today I'm joined by David Bowens and Russ Brasher. Welcome. Hey, hey. These are two sports fans who are part of our uh, staff here at Orchard Hill. And um, so let me just start. We're going to actually uh, ask and talk about what LeBron James said after he and the Lakers won the basketball championship just a couple, uh, about a week or so ago. But before we do that, um, let me just just ask you guys, um, the NBA playoffs this year, did it go how you thought, according to your predictions? Um, did you like the bubble? Did you like the whole um, basketball four times a day, every day for months on end? I mean, how did that work for you guys? I mean, I can go. It was, to me, it was the best replacement for March Madness because mm. you literally had, we didn't get March Madness because of COVID. And then with the basketball bubble, games were on 1 p.m., 3 p.m., 5. I mean, they were just nonstop. And so you were able to watch basketball. Would I have preferred March Madness in college? Yes, but the NBA definitely filled that void with me. Um, so I was a huge fan of the bubble because it brought basketball back. Yeah, I think I, I feel very much so similar. Um, I I was mad. Of course, I, I didn't like that they cut basketball short, but of course, COVID, you got to take care of everybody. Um, but when they brought it back, man, I was like, yes, finally. So it was just great to watch. Um, didn't want anybody to get injured. I don't think I was a little nervous of that to see how that played out because, uh, you know, that much layoff and then hopping back in. Um, but, man, in terms of just entertainment, it was just great. I absolutely loved it. Didn't And, you, and the other question you asked is, did the playoffs play out the way we thought they would? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> in the sense that I don't think anybody saw – the Heat being the ones making it to the finals. And I don't think anybody really uh, expected the Nuggets to dust off the Clippers like they did either. Um, and it wasn't a dust off. They, the amazing three, the second three one they did in the, in this yeah. series, in the uh, whole playoffs. Kind of looked like the Clippers just wanted to go home. Yeah, at they a certain just, point. Like they just hit that. Which we don't want to live in the bubble anymore. Mm-hmm. Let's. Yeah, and that was definitely a, a big loss because everyone was expecting an L.A.L.A. showdown, yeah, yeah. which would have been uh, interesting even if it happened in Orlando. Mm-hmm. So what we want to talk about uh, really today, and especially how this might touch on any spiritual issues, is LeBron James after the Lakers won the championship. For those of you who aren't sports fans, uh, the Lakers won the championship. LeBron James won, I think, twice now, I think. He won twice in Miami, once in Cleveland. So this was his fourth time to win a championship. Uh, And there's been some debate about uh, who's the greatest of all time. Who's the basketball goat? Is it Michael Jordan, LeBron James? Some would throw Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in there. Don't forget Um, about Kobe. And uh, yeah, we can we can forget (laughs) about Kobe. But uh, (laughs) but so and and there was this whole series that came out earlier this year uh, where Michael Jordan's story got retold. 
and kind of made it like, oh, yeah, he really is the greatest. And so LeBron wins and basically says, now I should get some respect. Um, what was his exact line? I actually have it. It says, uh, it said that um, we just want our respect. Rob wants his respect. Coach Vogel wants his respect. Our organization, talking about the Lakers, wants their respect. Laker Nation wants their respect. And then LeBron finishes with, I want my damn respect, too. Okay. I don't know if this is a censored podcast. No, but it's you can a quote, say that so. here. You can say that it is what it is. So, so, so LeBron, who you know is widely regarded as the greatest of this era, without any doubt, um, certainly in the top two, three, four, five players of all time, um, says, "I I need respect now because I won a championship." So, what do you guys take away from that, and where does that intersect with any kind of spiritual thinking? Uh, in terms of life and uh, and sports, I, I you know I would say like just as a pure sports fan, like I love watching sports play out in championship series. Like I'm not a huge hockey fan, but I will watch what is supposedly going to be the final Stanley Cup game, you know, or World Series of baseball, anything where people are winning championships. So just watching that and always hearing the the post game interviews and responses. You know, me and David were even talking before we knew this podcast was going to be a thing. And it's like when LeBron said that, I didn't really think much of it. Like it was just a, he had just won, you know, he was put on the spot and he was saying, you got to respect us now because we are the champs. It's, it's our trophy. It's our league. We did it, you know? And it wasn't until the next morning when every sports show and debate (laughs) and, 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 you know, person who wants to talk about sports all of a sudden was like, oh, there's an issue with that statement. And then it was forced me to kind of say, well, what is there an issue? Did, did I recognize it? And why are people saying it is an issue? So I think it's exciting that, you know, it, it is something we can talk about, but then to be able to look at later and find out how does this tie into a biblical understanding or a principle or a belief that as Christians, we can bring to this statement. But, you know, anything that you would say just based off, the comment itself? The comment itself, I, I kind of felt the same way. Um, I, I seen the comment and it really made me think personally. I was like, yeah, I mean, you got a lot of people talking trash about him in terms of uh, the LeBron Jordan debate. You got heavy Jordan followers and then you got your heavy LeBron followers. And so when, when he said that, I didn't, I didn't mark it as anything super huge. Made sense to me based on his perspective and where he's coming from and how many people knowingly stood against him in terms of uh, how they see him versus how they see Jordan, which has been the major conversation in all of this. Um, but I never, it didn't rock me as something that, that needed to be dissected personally when I first, when I first saw it. And then I started hearing people say things about it. I was like, really? I was like, well, it just seemed like a basketball thing to me. It wasn't really big. But but then uh, just talking to you, to be honest with you, talking to you right before here, even opened it up a lot more uh, uh, to me and looking at it. When you look at this thing, respect, as it relates to whatever we put ourselves to and put our our, our full commitment to executing and, and being attached to how we execute in a, in a realm. Um, and then looking at how other people are perceiving it and putting so much weight on the perceptions of other people on what it is that we're doing and how we're executing has greater, I think, implications uh, as it relates to faith and how we walk in our lives uh, than than we even realize uh, connected to how well we achieve what we do and then how others see it and then the weight in which we put on that uh, can be 
can have great implications on our lives. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting to me that LeBron James would care what people think that mm. much about him. Like, what does he care about three guys in Pittsburgh? <laughs> Um, whether or not we give him respect or we say Michael Jordan was better. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, um, now maybe he doesn't care about the three of us, but, mm-hmm. but, but he cares about the aggregate of a bunch of three of us yeah. is all over the country right. who are saying, I have an opinion. And he's saying, no, I really. Um, and, and so what that says to me, not that, not, not that anybody is above this because we all, to a certain extent, want validation from people. Absolutely. And so, and so this is, you know, it's easy to say, Oh, LeBron shallow. Uh, <laughs> and I don't mean that at all because we all have something, um, you know, it might be, Hey, what kind of parent am I? What kind of, uh, workout regimen do I have? How clean do I eat my diet? You know, what, um, you know, have I done with style in my clothes? Like, mm-hmm. like, like, like those things exist, but, but what it says is for LeBron James, basketball has defined him mm-hmm. and and therefore the only way he feels like he's he's enough is by ascending this hill mm. that at the end of the day the rest of us really don't care whether he's one or two or three um either way he's pretty good <laughs> I, I mean yeah, Le, Le, yeah, lebron yeah. has has your respect even if yeah. you say jordan's better yeah if you're a basketball fan. And, and so I guess for me, what was striking was, was, wow, that matters that much to him this deep into his career Mm. when he's really one of the most accomplished players ever. And what it did for me is it just made me kind of stop and say, okay, what identities do I have that somebody else would be able to look at and go, that seems kind of goofy that you put that much stock in that Mm. today even though, um, like, like, why would you care that much about that? And and so that was my question when I saw that was, was why do, what would be my identities that, that I would borrow that much worth from? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you brought up the, the last dance documentary and one of the things that I didn't know about Jordan, I was a huge Jordan fan. I know you're a huge Jordan fan. Um, he said in it, he, he revealed that he would create scenarios. <laughs> he would make them up and, and tell people they were real because that's what would drive him. That's what would put Jordan in that place. And, you know, in some of the post follow-up stuff with LeBron after, you know, the post post interviews where he was asked, like, why did you say that? Why, why demand respect? Like you are one of the most respected athletes of all time. Your resume speaks for itself. Uh, he actually, in one of the interviews, uh, said in response to, um, it was actually Gary Payton who asked, mm-hmm. like, you know, he's like, bro, why did you say that? Like, help us understand that. He said, no matter what I've done in my career, there are rumblings of doubt uh, comparing me to the history of the game. Why not have something else to prove? And then in another interview, he talks about how this is what drives him mm-hmm. is to become the most respected athlete, basketball player of all time. And that's where me and David were talking about is it instantly reminded me of the Tom Brady clip in the 60 minutes from like 2005 or whatever it was, where it's like, so what happens when LeBron gets everyone's respect? What, what happens when he reaches that moment where he is crowned, mm. you know, no pun intended because he's the king, but mm-hmm. crowned the king of NBA and every person bows down and says, you are the greatest. You have everyone's respect what if that happens tomorrow 
LeBron's got plenty of career left. What then is it that drives him? What where what is the shift and what is he playing for? So, is, so so let me turn this the other way because even hearing you say that, there's probably some people who say, well, isn't it healthy to be driven? And if this is what drives him to be great or to be the best, isn't that better than a settled identity that says, I'm good just being the best player on the Cavaliers for a number of years? <laughs> As opposed to being one of the best of all time. Yeah. Um, so, so where is there a healthy ambition in this and when does it become unhealthy? And I'm not even asking about LeBron. I'm asking about that. Right. Uh, for all of us, because mm-hmm. we all have our own thing where we say, yeah. I want to be seen as, you know, something. And it might just be, you, you know, a small thing, but mm-hmm. relative to the greatest basketball player ever. Um, right. Yeah. LeBron said in a microphone what we all think based on different areas of our life yeah. you know he just said it but you can answer it i've got mm-hmm. thoughts too but oh no well yeah i think it, when you put it like that it makes so much sense uh me here being a worship leader singing and executing um well and, and it relates to sound and singing and and playing an instrument um and also leading people in worship um there's dynamics of that that in my mind i want to be at a certain level of execution and affirmation from people helps to reinforce if I'm doing that well or not sometimes. Now, that cannot be the end-all, be-all, but at the same time, let's not lie to ourselves and assuming, like, that doesn't matter. Because right. if that didn't matter, then I wouldn't be up there. Like, it's really simple, you know. Um, so being executing well in what we do, I think there's a healthy balance to it. Um, I think it's understanding that uh, you want to be able to do what you do well enough to execute it so that... Uh, at least for the world that I live in, and for I think for most people, you're not a distraction in whatever it is that you're doing. You're not detracting from whatever you're bringing to the table, whether you are uh, uh, dealing in finances. You want to do it well so that when you do it, you execute the service that you're, you're, you're uh, uh, supplying for whoever you're supplying it for. You want to do it well and execute that well so that uh, you can continue to serve whoever you're serving and continue to stay in the field that you're in. But at the same time, if that's all that you are, you'll see, I think what happens is to to an extreme is what you'll hear when you hear of incredibly rich people committing suicide because they have attached so much of themselves to accumulating a thing or being ascending to the top of the hill of a place that they have nothing else beyond that. There's, 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 there's a sense of, uh, of emptiness that gets there once you get there, to, to your point about, uh, uh, um, uh, why am I forgetting Tom Brady? Tom Brady? To your point about Tom Brady, uh, when he got there, he's like, is this all it is? is that's, this is incredibly empty once you make it there, if that's all it's about. You know, and for me, that's why I genuinely believe in terms of uh, because we were made by God and to be in relationship with God, I feel like outside of that, everything else is meaningless and and, and can be empty. Now, through that and with that, it can be greatly uh, empowering and you can use that as an opportunity to be excellent in all things and all things be as an act of worship to the Lord, which then creates even greater meaning to what you do rather than it just being for itself and for your own glory. Yeah. And, I, and I would say too, to help with your thing with identity, which is, I know this is where this is going is there's a difference between being driven and defined and it's okay to be driven. Mm-hmm. It's not okay to be defined by according to scripture, anything other than Christ. And, and I think that's the danger. And like when you sit back and look at it, that's where you see, okay, at least from a biblical perspective, we can begin to debate 
that comment. You know, if, 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 if he wants to be defined by how people choose or choose not to respect him, that mm. is a dangerous, scary, empty a place. Miserable life to live. And, you know, but because of Christ, we, we have this truth. We have this, this, this identity that has nothing to do with us, nothing to do with our efforts, nothing to do with our accomplishments. It's nothing that we can earn, uh, but it's what's been done for us. Our identity and our value is actually in someone else. And I think that's where. Well, that, that's a helpful distinction, driven, not defined. Mm-hmm. The, the problem when we're defined by something is then it's very dangerous. It's dangerous because if we don't get it, we feel like we're somehow a failure if we don't reach that definition. Mm. And then when we get it, we say, okay, to what you've both said, is that all? Mm. And, and, and or we work so hard to try to keep it rather than saying, okay, I'm defined by something else entirely. And that's where I think there's health, spiritual health, Mm-hmm. emotional health to be able to say I'm defined by more. Uh, Russ, you mentioned that I was a Bulls fan. I lived in Chicago in the nineties when the Bulls heyday. So, you know, I, I did, I followed the Bulls, was a Jordan fan. And what's interesting when you, when I watch those documentaries of all those things, you know, it's like watching, rewatching something <laughs> that you lived oh, yeah. in a sense. Um, what was interesting though, is with the exception of really the people who are the absolute top of the field, meaning Jordan, LeBron, like you don't look back and say, oh, Steve Kerr was awesome for three <laughs> years or Scottie Pippen yeah. or what you're interested in, even as a fan who didn't know these people personally is, is what kind of people were they? Like, like, mm-hmm. like you aren't as, um, remember that one game where they were just awesome or this or that. And so what, what often in, in my, where I'm going with this is we often tend to think we're defined by our performance, mm. but even to people who hardly know us, we're not really defined by our performance. Mm-hmm. We're defined by our character, mm-hmm. and and uh, two people, and and so the the essence of of striving for something is just a ultimately a shallow pursuit if it isn't um, based on I'm doing this as an act of worship, and I have my worth and my identity sourced somewhere other than mm. in the accomplishment or lack of accomplishment of this thing. Uh, you know, in a much more tangible way, one of the things you see where we live and move is often people being defined by their kids. Mm. They're defined by their kids' success or lack of success, by their kids' behavior or lack of behavior, by their kids' um, you know, relationship to them or lack of relationship to them. And and what they do is they basically give away this sense of identity to their mm. kids and say, okay, that is now what defines me. And again, it's not that being driven to um, help your kids to relate well to your kids is is a good thing, but it becomes a dangerous thing when it starts to define us. You know, being yeah. driven at your work is a good thing uh, until it becomes our defining thing in life. Yeah, Absolutely. especially when you know, again that that what th- that definition, even if you achieve it, like you mentioned earlier tomorrow it could be it could be totally different you know mm-hmm. people's opinions change day by day hour by hour and the expectation and what do you define as a good parent you know how do you define a good kid like that could change tomorrow mm-hmm. and then you're you're chasing after the wind on something that you know if that's where you're being defined as who you are as a parent or an athlete or worship leader you know i couldn't agree more and that's where it's so hard to like look at lebron or someone in lebron's position which we all are time to time and say like if that's what you're chasing after, 
It is so dangerous. And even in sports, uh, when Michael Jordan finished his career, nobody thought you'd be having a conversation in 15, 20 years about there's another player greater than him. Even his Wizards career? And, and, and 15, 20 years. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dan Marino. Um, <laughs> David, are you are you gonna go to me, huh? Oh, I I have to be honest, and I, I could be being partial just because I'm younger. Um, I just and I don't think it's a fair way to do it, but it's the way I'm going to do it. It's just between what he's done on the court and off the court, I I I personally like. LeBron is me for the sake of okay. I I said know. the same thing before this podcast talking to David. Universally across every playing field, LeBron is is the better player because of what he uses his on the court, off the court platforms for. As a pure basketball only, I still vote Jordan. All right, so I, I would go Jordan as a basketball player, and here would be my argument. I watched a lot of those Bulls games, way too many of them. <laughs> Pippen was legitimately good, but people rank him as one of the top 50 all time. I don't buy it. Uh, I think he was a that was slightly he was a slightly better version of Andre Iguodala, um, and so that was Jordan's best sidekick. Mm. LeBron had had to go to Miami and have D Wade and Bosch who were both way better than Pippen in his prime. In my opinion, he went back to Cleveland, had Kyrie and love who you could argue were not as good, but mm. a lot of people would see those guys as being prime. And then he went to LA and was a complete flop until he had AD. I'm not saying LeBron isn't great. Discount the injuries. Though. Um, but, uh, but, but those I'm saying he's always had better teams around him to ascend with than than I believe Jordan did because you take after Pippen on those teams I mean you're talking a bunch of journeymen who were not um they better were than normal rotation role players and 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 to, to that point to, Pippen was voted or crowned a NBA top 50 player how long ago was that right. I don't I don't think Pippen would count is in top that anymore. 75 100 in today's NBA. Right. I, I mean, and, and he was a good player, but I'm just saying, having watched him, he was he was a better version of Andre Iguodala. He he was not yeah. D Wade. He was not. And Pippen was causing Kyrie level distractions. You know, when you see well, the documentary, Rodman and Rodman was a great player in his right. I I don't want to take away from Rodman. I think even 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 to to Scottie Pippen, even when Jordan wasn't there, he still took him to the playoffs. Uh, I don't think it was just because he was the best player on those teams the two years he wasn't there. Yeah. So so I and I, they still won fifty five games. Don't know that Iguodala is that good, but you say he's a better Iguodala. So so well yes and, and again no. I I watched those teams. That yeah. was Phil Jackson at his better. prime. Yeah. That was a team that had. Uh, everything like like they just had a system and a mm -hmm. way of doing things. It was like the Patriots. How mm -hmm. how yeah you, you just know, plug pieces in when Brady gets hurt. 
you know, um, somebody steps in and they have a great year for a year or two, mm-hmm. um, even without. And so, yeah. th- but that didn't take away from Brady's greatness. The fact that what was yeah. the one year, uh, who was it? Elvis Grayback led him to 11 and five <laughs> and got a big contract or somebody like that. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I, I, I hear you. And again, I'm not taking anything away from LeBron, but, uh, um, yeah. Go either way. No yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we just gave LeBron no respect. There's people that get uh, paid way more to have the same argument <laughs> And they still don't agree. So, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for uh, taking this to be part of your day. And our hope is just that even a conversation about something that maybe seems as inane as a pro basketball player's comment can help us just to learn to source our identity in the God of the universe rather than in things that are so transitory. Have a great day.